Welcome to the Disabled Truth Podcast. This podcast was created to empower and motivate those with spinal cord injuries to live life with the positive mindset while overcoming the physical challenges of daily life. I am Wesley Hamilton, and these are my co-hosts. Vanessa can too. If I can, you can too. Marcus Williams, live your day, overcome it. And we are the Disabled Truth. Yo, <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, we are back for another episode. This one here is very special. There's a very controversial topic going on right now amongst people with spinal cord injuries, actually disabilities, period. And it pertains to a clip that we are actually going to play for you. You're going to need to make a choice for me, and you're going to need to make it today. You can be his caregiver, or you can be his lover. You can't be both. It won't kind of not work. It won't work. A hundred out of a hundred times, this won't work. That's a, that's a very bold statement. I mean, for me immediately, I am a person with a disability and I'm dating somebody with a disability. And it's, I, I just couldn't imagine, you know, loving someone like Derek, you know, who's an amputee and being like, I can only be your lover, your girlfriend, but like all the other stuff that comes with it, like, sorry, I'm not messing with any of that other stuff. So don't ask me to get, you know, your leg. Don't ask me to help you with the womb. Like, I, I'm not there for that. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. When you love somebody, you love it for the whole package. And especially when you have somebody with a physical disability, you really got to think about like what this could mean if I date someone with a disability, you know, it's thought, thought has to go into it. Like, you know, when you see me, I walk slow. I walk with crutches. Like, you know, um, there's a lot that goes into it. And I feel like whoever's going to make the choice to be with somebody that has a physical disability, they might not be thinking long-term as to like knowing really, really what goes into that specific disability. But if you love them for who they are, you're you're there to ride that journey out with them, and and no, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Um, uh, there's definitely going to be arguments where one person feels like they're doing more than the other. But I mean, I just wonder, Look, like, aren't all relationships like that? I mean, I'm sure able bodies <laughs> come up with that stuff too. No, seriously, it's it's to me, it's like, how can you tell someone else? And you, I mean, you could have a, a hidden disability, so I'm not going to out Dr. Phil out, but at the same time, how are you going to tell someone what they can do? And if anyone needs to go look at this full interview, I mean, to me, it's more heartbreaking to watch a woman that's completely in love with this guy that's in a wheelchair for the remainder of his life. And I mean, she's breaking down and then whoever's in the background it's co-signing like right like you had you got to be one or the other and for me as someone that has not been in a relationship since i have been injured and i'm pursuing a relationship i know that whoever i bring into you know my life is going to co eventually commit to doing things that might be under that caregiver's you know title whether it's just like, hey, can you hand me this urinal so I can use the restroom? 
what since we got to separate it are you not gonna help me go piss like i'm sorry but it doesn't make sense for you to tell someone that is one or the other because when you're genuinely in love with someone that's just like Dr. Phil, I'm going to keep saying it, Dr. Phil, if you go have a car accident and you break your leg, is your wife not supposed to care give for you until you heal up? Like, it's the same way. Like, how are you going to be taken care of? Are you going to say, hey, you got to love me or you got to take care of me? You can't give somebody that without a, a reliable explanation. And I don't even think his explanation to me was even something worth sharing. It was- but what, if, what happens when you get old? Don't we eventually become caregivers to one of the other whenever you start pooping on your pants and you can't <laughs> control yourself anymore? Like one of you is going to go down quicker than the other after being married for 60 years and you would eventually become a caregiver. Oh my God. It's, this is like one of those topics that you don't really even want to hit on if you don't know. And just because you might have, you know, encountered people you know, with disabilities that it might have been hard. You got to deal with the mental aspect. Was they was their mindset right? You know, like, because of course, you know, if someone's hurt, hurt people, hurt people. So it won't be a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. But if it's a really healthy relationship, you cannot tell someone that they can't take that position. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it's like, I'll, as long as it's healthy, then it shouldn't be nobody else's concern. I don't care. If you're pushing me around and helping me and giving me stuff, Trust me, it's going to help me out. But my love for you is probably way stronger where I would do the same thing if you happen to be in my position today. And that's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. That was just crazy. I felt like, hey, for our listeners, guys, I seen some of you, you know, throwing out this topic and really upset about it. These things is what should force us to share our truths about our disability really go and push that awareness out because as we see everybody don't understand and there's not no way that they're going to understand unless we actually show them and tell them you know if you have a story of you dating your caregiver or your your wife became your caregiver because of the bond is so strong then share that story so people can see that happy story of someone that's in love because right now he's probably just on statistics he looked up probably on a Google search or something like that, found some statistics and like, boom, now I'm, now I got something to talk about while I'm on stage. No, you don't, Dr. Phil. Mind your business, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot there, too. I know Marks is coming up, but, you know, uh, real quick, I don't know if you noticed the young gentleman that got interviewed. He was very hurt. You know, he still has a lot of hurt that it looked like he was dealing with. And he even said it in the, one of the clips is that, like, he feels like he's a burden to everybody. And I don't think that he's, you know, and I don't want to speak on behalf of him, but it does seem like there's still a lot of hurt and maybe bitterness towards the disability. And like what you said earlier is if you're not there mentally, then getting into a relationship with somebody else when you're in that state is going to feel like a beat down for the other person because there takes a lot of communication and a lot of uplifting and a lot of different you know, aspects that come in to make this to where it can work. But mentally, you know, the whole picture, there's a lot more to it. Oh, yeah. No, it, I mean, it is a whole lot to it. And 
but you don't speak on something you just don't know nothing about. Now, if he just was referring to their relationship, but I feel like when you're on national television and you're sharing something, just like anybody, when you share your story, you're sharing it to reach other people. And that's one of the main reasons why people share their stories because you never know who it can help. So you don't want to share a story and not have such a positive end to it, you know, yeah. or at least provide some type of disclaimer where that you start to speak on, you know, other healthy relationships. And maybe this one just wasn't healthy. That's, that's right. Mm -hmm. I like to kind of jump in as far as I think everything you guys said was very good. Um, I'm the type of person where I think, as far as you have a coin, you got one side of the coin, which is one truth. You got her side of the truth, his side of the truth, but then you got what's the truth, and that's what's the that's the silver lining around the coin, and that's I feel like that's what we should be honing in on. Um, I believe that um, the way, as far as when I first looked at this video, I seen the young man, um, I seen his video. Second, actually, I seen the uh, the, um, the young the young lady's video first, the wife, and um, it appeared that she was just fed up. It appeared that she was overburdened, and I guess the clip that they sent out that I seen on YouTube, she was just going in and saying, "I got to do this, I got to do this all the way." I think she said something about blowing his nose or wiping his face. It was something, but you got to think about as far as when you don't educate about your story, as far as um, in depth, not just that we're having a bad relationship and I feel like a burden. That's what the story is about. I think you really kind of dilute what what's really going on in the home. And so I like to kind of know a little bit more about if they had came out and told like how their marriage was before they actually, um, before the injury happened or before the, 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 his, his, uh, his mobility changed, I can probably see a little bit more in depth. What kind of man was he or was he a man or was he a male before she met him? Because it appears that he's cracking. And like Vanessa said, as far as, um, you know, he still is, is dealing with what's confronting him every day. And that's that, um, you know, he lost his mobility. Now, um, there are different kinds of, of, of disabilities as far as um, as we talked about in our last episode. And so it appears that he's a quadriplegic means that he's paralyzed from it looks like his maybe his shoulders down or his neck down. And so um, um, the way he dropped his head and picked his head back up, I can tell he wasn't all the way a high, high C but he didn't have any arms to me what it appeared and so what that means is that you're gonna need more help and so um i know with me over the years as far as um peer advising for many different ones that have come through rehab i mean whether you um whether you're a low injury where you're um, paralyzed from the waist down you're able to do more um in a wheelchair you just kind of you, you 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 just can't use your legs um or whether you have a high injury where it's up above your your um your shoulder line and you i mean i've i've talked to some young man where he was paralyzed right at the where where his lips connect on the side that down all the way down so he couldn't even swallow so they were it was it was a real dire situation and he just yeah he opposed himself every day he didn't want to live he didn't feel like a man he was young he was 22 um you know, he had different emotions that he was dealing with. He had a girlfriend that was fully supportive. And in this situation, I see the same thing. I see a woman that um, it seemed like she's very, uh, she was very supportive. She's doing everything for him. Um, yes, it is going to be overwhelming at times as far as with a condition that high. But um, I like to kind of show the other side of the coin. Um, I know some high functioning quads that do <laughs> amazing things. Yes. Um, and they do it with a great attitude. 
And so to see how defeated he was, um, I feel like the only thing he's the only way he's going to be able to be able to overturn this because see what he's doing, um, he's not hurting no, he's 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 not only hurting himself right now, he's hurting the people that really love him, and to sit there and just be mean yeah. and be frustrated um, because of your situation is not going to make it better. And so for number one, I asked, why did you go to Dr. Phil? Um, I'm just being honest as far as, I mean, I don't think that was the answer. Um, and if he was going to go there for an answer, I would have put my story out, not as to, um, I feel like a burden. I would have actually, you know, opened up my story and really got, you know, cause you can't really get help. Um, everyone's going to just be picking at this story now until we find out who you really are. Um, I don't know the young man and I don't know the, um, the young, the young lady, but this is on him at this point, whatever happened, it happened to him. And, um, anything that you say whether i'm a burden or we have a bad relationship it's just a story bro so what okay. you do hey marcus quick yes quick, sir quick quick yes, sir. just real quick brother so mm -hmm. i was i guys i actually just um looked up a different blog and i just wanted to hit this while you were going because i want to get your take on this because i kind of seen i guess it, it spoke a little bit more about how they met so she actually okay. The title of the episode was called I Swipe Right on My Quadriplegic Boyfriend. So they mm -hmm. met on a dating site. And um, one of the biggest things that Dr. Phil said is a hundred, it, hold on, he said, Dr. Phil, basically he says, Dr. Phil claimed that an able-bodied woman dating a disabled man can be his lover or you can be his caregiver, but you can't be both. It won't work. A hundred out of one hundred times, this won't work. And then Dr. Phil displayed results that said he asked the audience, "If would you date a person in a wheelchair?" Fifty-eight percent said they would, and twenty-eight, twenty-nine percent said they would date someone. Said they would date someone who required full-time care. So I think the biggest outlash with this was that the statistics that dr phil kind of brought up that he threw out and that's what that's my point is that as far as he's a doctor and all doctors are just practicing you know and so you can be diagnosed with anything he got help and so what i'm saying is that you 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 have someone by your side right now Wes. you don't have you got your daughter first she's not a burden she's something that you're responsible for and you carry in that 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 responsibility um, you don't have help doing that, um, Vanessa. You don't have help doing that, as far as you know. You know, you you, you have a, you have a man now. Me, I don't have help doing that. Yes, we do have a little bit more ability than what you do, as far as than he does. But when I had a caregiver, once I got to the point to where I can start doing for myself, I didn't need that caregiver anymore. And so what I'm saying is that, as far as it's still on him um, to look at those statistics and realize that, look. I'm going to find out what the other route is for me to live. It's why I got help. As far as I got, I got, I got another, I got another set of um, of arms. I got another set of legs to help me. She's willing. So as far as um, I kind, I kind of don't want to beat it down, but I just feel like as far as when you throw out a story, um, it's still tied to. So basically, when somebody look at us and they know us and they see this story, I. I don't think that they wonder if we're like that, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we show the truth about it is that, look, there's still always um, a way 
to be able to take care of yourself. There are caregivers out there. It's still on you to advocate for yourself. You still got to find some grit within you to pull it together. You're the man in your house, bro. Um, wh whatever has happened to you, those statistics, yeah, society going to continue to throw things out, what, to excite the people, to rile up the people, to, to, um, to create excitement, to get people's emotions going about a certain subject. What we're here to do in this story today is let you know as far as that's not, that's not always the scenario. I know some healthy relationships that where, where both people are actually in cheers. I know some healthy relationships where one person, uh, now see, you said they met, they met on a dating site. She met him like that. Well, yeah. she, she started off as she actually met him by, I guess, uh, wasn't she? I think she might have been caregiving too, also for him, like, and it kind of transitioned to that. And so it became too much because of what, if it appears, his attitude. I mean, I, I mean that was yeah. a hardcore, that, that's the hardcore fact. Because, of, I mean, as far as when Dr. Phil began to, you know, kind of run, run, you know, ask him questions and so forth and broke him down. I mean, he, did you see how he dropped his head? He dropped his head. He was defeated because Dr. Phil had confronted him with the truth about it, is that, look, you're, you, you're, you're manipulating your wife by feeling sorry for yourself. And she sees a young man that she loves that has given up on himself and she knows he got more in him than that. I wouldn't have dragged my wife to Dr. Phil for that answer. It says, so it says, feeling like a burden to Haley Bailey, um, that got to be the guy, told his girlfriend he wants to be put in a nursing home to die. And that's because he felt like he was a burden to his wife, just like you said, Marcus. <laughs> and then uh, it said, Dr. Phil then played a video from Bailey's brother who said Bailey needs to work on his anger issues that's because it. he is pushing everyone away. So now, I like this because now it goes to that topic of if you haven't accepted who you are and you haven't, you know, if you haven't took the time to actually process, get, yes, process your, hey, make sure you can follow up on episode two and three because we mm -hmm. talk about this. But mm -hmm. if you have not got that, that, that bit of confidence yet, you cannot go and try to pursue someone. I always tell people I try to I try to make other people love me when I didn't love myself, and that is not the healthiest. Thing to do. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, yes, no. yes, man, that's just like crazy. But that is very, very big. Two thoughts that came into my head talking about all this is uh, there's a lot more in depth about this, right? So yes. severity of disability, right? Uh, some people with disabilities, spinal cord injuries cervical you might not have function from you know your neck down now that doesn't mean that you can't get in a loving relationship right where um people have different morals and different values and what they value in a relationship they will be willing to date somebody that has um maybe a cervical or a high injury like the young man and dr phil but i don't think that it's necessarily a bad idea to delegate, right? Like to get somebody to come in and help ease the burden of the role of the person that is having to caretake for you, you know, when the person isn't there helping. I think there's nothing wrong. I feel like if it's gonna add, you know, more life to the person that you're with, if you see the person that you're with being beat down and down and down and down, that's going to make you feel bad because you love that person. So this is a conversation that needs to be had, which boils down to communication, which is, you know, you seem very uh, upset. You seem very unhappy. And I don't want to make you feel that way, you know? So what do we do? 
Do we get a caretaker to come in and take care of the daily tasks or the, you know, the bigger things? That way we can have time to ourselves. And then, you know, you're not having to do it 100% of the time. I think that's a pride and an ego thing. I think that's communication. I think you just got to find what works for you all. But if one person is completely beat down to the point to where they can't even, you know, value themselves, then they're going to tell you leave, you know, and they're going to push you away. And so this is a, it, it, you have to tiptoe into these types of situations. And so that's, again, what we talked about earlier, but there's so many different avenues that you can go on this. And it'd be great to, you know, to hear from those people that are maybe in the role of, you know, being the able-bodied person in a relationship and, you know, it's, it's easy to go there. It's like this, as far as, um, relationships work when the love is unconditional when, when when the love is unconditional the, the relationship works people don't work and so right now um both of them are doing what people do she's saying it's just too much she's throwing her hands up and then she's and she's willing to come on the show and put it out there like that air it out like that him he's given up and he's hurting all he got once that's over with, he either dies or he finds someone else to use that same behavior on. So in order to fix it, he got to look within. You, yeah. can't find a, you can't find a crutch. I think, Wesley, you put it real good when you came out as far as just saying, as far as you have to be in a place to where, like, what is ready to date? But now at the same time, what is ready to be in a relationship when you have something confronting you every second of the day mm -hmm. that no one else knows about and you're not willing to talk about? Why? Because you just want a hug. You just want a tongue kiss. You just want some sex. I'm giving it to you straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's deeper yeah. than that. It is. It is deep, man. And I think that I think we nailed it good on just really breaking it down. Um, like Vanessa said, we'd love to talk to someone that is actually experiencing this situation right now and give your takes on this because at the end of the day, you have to be healthy mentally in order to even be in anything, especially when you're going through something of uh, uh, some type of injury. It don't matter if you're paralyzed or you, you're an amputee you still have to be in the right place if you're going to bring someone in your life. And I think we've all been at a point where we've been in the wrong place. So we know what's right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, this, this story, this, this Mark is hit it hard. This story is very impactful and it really did raise a lot of eyebrows. Seriously, it did. But next time guys, we, we really encourage you to really look into this story, look at the background, we speak too quick about situations and really don't know the background because I didn't even know how unhealthy the relationship was until I started reading when Marcus brought it up a little bit more. And now that I'm looking at it, man, I would have been there like, dude, you wasn't even ready. You weren't ready, man. <laughs> and hey, and, and now that you got one, you gotta you got something solid, keep it. Uh -huh. you know and you don't, you don't know how to do it. Because they done, it's been built the wrong way. It's built, been built on dependency. So now right. when you try to be independent, she's going to think you breaking away from her. 
because uh-huh. now she's created the habit of being your caregiver. So I, I get that now because if you're not healthy, then it does become where you're relying on that person. So when you get to a point where it's like, uh, I'm trying to do it all on my own, then they're going to feel like some pushback. They're going to feel like, why this person don't want to be around me now? You know, why he want to do everything on his own? Is there another woman? Things like that, because the relationship wasn't healthy in the beginning. But if you, like, if you West, <laughs> if you West right now, I mean, I'm doing everything on my own. So you come into my life, hey, unless you're going to hand me the cover, I'm pretty independent. I know how to do it. I know that if you did do something for me, it'll be really out of, Maybe it was a hard workout. I'm just ready to relax or something. I wouldn't need you every day for everything because I'm doing it all on my own. But if you had caught me my first two and three years, I was constantly calling somebody for help because I thought I needed help. And so now I know that if I was that person that back years ago, it wouldn't be healthy if I was in a relationship with someone right now. So I, I get the thank you, Marcus, for breaking that down for us and decoding no, that because I think a lot of people needed to hear that too. Cause everybody, I mean, think about, uh, Oh, Jesse and his name, uh, you know, everybody, everybody blew up when the story hit, you know, and everybody was on the, on his side till you found out the real story. So it's sometimes social media make us believe some things before we really get the whole story. But that's why you got the disabled truth podcast. Cause we're going to be able to bring these topics to you and we're going to break it down in the right way. Yeah, and if we hit it wrong, then we want you to bring it up and and let us know so that we can address it from a point that maybe we we didn't think about. And I just kind of like to leave leave it like this. I think um, you know, as far as like you always want to know the backstory, but just always know as far as it's these three words that I, I I'm gonna keep leaving every time uh, we have a topic like this, and it's, and 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 we get you know we start focusing on just the wheels or just the depression or just, or just the disability, just be human, you know? So if that's all them two people have got to, they just got to just bring it back to being simple. Um, when you, when you met him, I'm sure he was handsome in the wheelchair. I'm sure, you know, it was something about him that caught your eye. I don't know their names. I'm just talking to them right now in case they hear this. Cause I don't want them to be mad at us. I want them to know that we telling them the truth as far as, you know, this, this, this is what it is. Um, just be human, you know, get back to dating, get back to, you know, um, I lost my confidence a year and a half ago, believe it or not, this light of life talking to y'all, Marcus Williams. I was still posting strong, you know, uh, Wes, no, I, I would have conversation with him and let him know, I said, man, I was pushing him, telling him, keep going, you know what I mean? He had came through a dark period when he met me. And so you can't find a girlfriend or just a friend and expect that to be your only, your everything. You still gotta, you know, you still got to live life. You still got to put yourself out there. You still got to create. You got your mind, young man, and you got to help, you know. So um, I, I just I just admonish you as far as to, to put, you know, pull it together. You got it in you. This is Disabled Truth talking to you. We out. So thank you for tuning in and listening to The Disabled Truth. If you liked what you heard, then you can follow us. And we highly encourage you to follow us on any of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at The Disabled Truth. Please share the links with your friends and encourage them to share it as well. If you would like to listen to any of our journeys or follow us personally, you can find me at If I Can, You Can Too. That's the letter U on 
Instagram or Facebook, or you can follow me on my website at ificanyoucan2.com. You can follow me at Lotto Life, that's L-Y-D-O Life on any social media platform or log into my website, lidolife.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at I am West Hamilton. And if you want to learn more about me, go to my website, IamWesleyHamilton.com.